show of the Uncle Devin show here on WOL 1450 AM and it is an honor to be with you again today a beautiful day uh, we have a wonderful show coming up for you today and I'm also um, I'm just glad to be back from the west coast I uh, had a chance to go up to Seattle I'm gonna talk about that in just a minute but you're listening to the Uncle Devin show which is a show dedicated to educating the community about the importance that music and arts plays in a child's development. Uh, one of the first times in, in radio history, Radio 1 history, FM, AM radio, what have you, that we are dealing with uh, the importance that music plays, what I call trying to eradicate music adultification. That's where we force our children to listen to inappropriate adult music instead of age-appropriate and culturally relevant music. And so this show is dedicated to that, and it's brought to you by... I am We Nation Radio. I am We Nation Radio is the first 24-7 online family music station that brings global beats to little feet. Uh, we provide music beyond the, the, the dominant uh, genres that you generally hear, including hip-hop, go-go, jazz, you name it. And you can go straight to it at IamWeNation.com. That's IamWeNation.com and get more information um, about that. Uh, as I mentioned, I just got back from Seattle, Washington, um, and I was honored to be part of a, uh, really to deliver a, a workshop at this huge conference. Now, it's sponsored by the National Association of Independent Schools, and they have um, pretty much their largest conference. It's called the People of Color Conference, and this conference was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, this year was commemorating the 400 years uh, from when the first uh, documented uh, Africans were brought here as slaves, although the, some will say it happened years before that, but nonetheless from 1619 to uh, 2019. And I was able to deliver a, a presentation on racism in children's music, practical steps for providing liberating music to the black child. Um, and I just want to thank everybody that had anything to do with that. I first need to uh, give a shout out uh, to uh, Amanda Thompson, who's uh, who works for the National Association of Independent Schools, but is the daughter of my flute player, Mr. Grasshopper, Arch Thompson. Uh, thank you very much, Amanda, for making me aware of this and for all the work that you do. I also want to thank um, Caroline Blackwell, who, I mean, she did a phenomenal job uh, at the closing ceremony. Um, I went into the, I guess maybe while I was there, I didn't see, you know, you, you, you're in a conference center and there's different workshops going on simultaneously. But when I went to the closing ceremony, it had to have been close to twelve to 13,000 people inside this convention center, young people, old people alike. And you had people of different races, but the majority were blacks who were there trying to figure out how they can best educate children of color. And many times they were dealing with issues of isolation uh, being, you know, what it's like being one of 
um, uh, really a, a only one uh, person of color and the voices that you have um, or that you don't have or that you have to force yourself to have. Um, I, I participated in a workshop of of men, uh, just male educators, black male educators that discussed, you know, how do we show that we have a voice in 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 the uh, in, in these different institutions? So it was a wonderful time. I just need to thank everyone for that. And the workshop that I did, I'm going to be uh, doing more over the next couple of months. So tune in right here to the Uncle Devin show and I'll make sure to let you know more about that. But right now. I need to go to my guest. I understand she's uh, okay. She may have disappeared. Okay, we come back. That's all right. We got a guest today calling in from Los Angeles, California. Uh, None other than Kimberly Stewart uh, with Kimberly Stewart Music. And um, we had her on the line and she was holding for a moment. I think she just disconnected, but I'm sure Kimberly will um, reconnect with us in just a minute. But I'll I'll continue to talk a little bit more about uh, about the workshop. But if you ever had the opportunity to be a minority in a school um especially uh when you are if it's a majority white school and the trials and and, and struggles that you have to go through it is absolutely um a struggle sometimes because there's so many different things you have to navigate and we dealt with and this conference dealt with everything from isolationism to um you know, you know, not I, I guess the whole part of uh, when you're the only one in a group and you end up having to um, na- find your way, navigate that where you don't have any peers, where you don't have people to communicate with. Well, this conference really helped. Uh, and, and, and just to hear the teachers, the administrators um, and anyone associated with education to kind of talk about that. And so um, next year, I understand the conference is going to be in St. Louis. Um yeah, it's going to be in St. Louis, uh, Missouri, I think December 2nd through the 5th. And so we'll be mentioning more information about that. And I'm going to try to get a representative from uh, the National Association of Independent Schools. I'm going to see if I can get Caroline, Caroline um, Black, Blackwell herself to come on over the next couple of weeks because they have their annual conference. And that's the annual conference for anyone. It's not just the people of color. It's just their annual conference, which I believe is coming up in um uh, in February in Philadelphia. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that, but I believe we do now have uh, Kimberly Stewart uh, from Kimberly Stewart Music online. Welcome to the Uncle Devin Show. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Yes, and I understood you were holding for a long while, and I may have told you, uh, I think you were called calling earlier, and I and thank you for doing that. I should have had you call later so you wouldn't have to wait as long, but you at least called a good show. You know, the show before me is a wonderful show as well. Uh, well, well, yeah, for, I, I was greatly informed. I learned some things that I didn't know. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> but foliating. You got to foliate, yeah. But That's listen, right. well, so first of all, I want to thank you for, for taking the time to be on the show and Looking at your website, um, now you're originally from Oakland, California, is that correct? Yes, that's right. Well, I was born in Chicago, and we moved to Oakland when I was six, and I stayed there. Yes, that's where I was raised. Oh, okay. So so you was in Chicago till you were six, and then you came back to the West, uh, to the West Coast? Yes, okay. absolutely. All right. So talk to me a little bit. Tell us a little bit about more about yourself. I know you, 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 know, you mentioned that. How did you get into music and get into, kind of get into the point of establishing uh, Kimberly Stewart Music? Okay, so, uh, you know, this 
same story you hear all the time. Grew up singing in church. <laughs> okay. Yep. Uh, we listen to music a lot in our house. Always, you know, I remember being very, very young. Mm-hmm. And Earth, Wind, and Fire playing yep. on the radio and the emotions. Uh-huh. And, you know, and you hear that, that music and it just, that's, that's basically what I was exposed to from a very early age. Okay. So that kind of what became ingrained in me. Mm-hmm. And then you go to school and you get exposed. Back then, this is when, when arts was prevalent in the public school system. We had choir, we had, there was band, and you learned, I was just, you know, you learned uh, different types of music, classical music, and um, still singing, you know, still mm-hmm. singing in church choirs. Yep. And, and my mother was very, um, she was, she was a big proponent in me just being involved in music. She put me in piano lessons. Okay. And once I got to college, I majored in music. So that, that, it was all a big part of me. Um, were, were, were any of your parents uh, musicians at all? No, they were My mother was a, a singer, okay. but she, she didn't pursue it. She was a single mom. So she, you know, she, she worked, mm-hmm. um, but she did. She would sing in church, okay. so she was known, you know. And so, um, and I just kind of followed in her footsteps in that that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I, I don't know, as I uh, grew, as I got older, I just music was something that was just always. I just loved it, and it right. was something that came naturally to me. So um, I, my, I pursued it in in college, and my goal was to be a. Um, a gospel singer. Okay. So I was, um, you know, in that community. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but the way I got, here's how Kimberly Stewart music um, came about. Uh-huh. I I was working, I started working in a preschool as a teacher's assistant, and this was just to help pay tuition okay. while I was in school. Right. Um, and the, the kids, I just had a way with um, just kids and coming up with, I would just make up these songs like off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. And it, and it just it was something that just came so easily to me. Mm-hmm. And um, and then years years later, trying to make a long story short, mm-hmm. um, I ended up getting married. Um, and then I had when I had my own kids, uh, we would watch we watched you know Nickelodeon, Nick mm-hmm. Jr., mm-hmm. Playhouse Disney, and I would see all the these singers that were singing they you know they were making a living basically writing kids songs that's right and i thought to myself you know i could do that you know i'm not i i you know i was at the time i was a stay-at-home mom and um i just i don't know i just started pinning songs i would get these lyrics in my head and i would just i just started writing songs and i just really just like you know what i'm gonna do this professionally i'm good at this Mm -hmm. and this is what i'm gonna do so i just started pursuing it i started uh putting myself out there Started uh, mm-hmm. researching, studying other children's artists who were who were successfully doing it. About, about what and, what time period was this? Do you think that you you started? What, what uh, year? Was, was? No, it was about. Um, I want to say maybe 2012. Okay. Because at this time uh, we were, I was going through a divorce, mm-hmm. and um, I just remember because I had I had been a stay at home mom mm-hmm. for so long and. Um, I, mm-hmm. you know, I said I needed to, um, and I had stopped for, for, there was a certain period of time where I wasn't doing music. I was just focusing on raising my kids. Mm-hmm. So, but, but kind of, I guarantee you, you were doing music with your child just naturally without even th- yeah. thinking about it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But once I um, realized I was going to, I needed to, you know, I was, I was a single parent now, so mm-hmm. I needed some income. Right. 
So I started teaching piano lessons and just, and then, and you know, more songs was coming and I just decided this is what I was going to do. I was going to pursue this until I got to the place where I was just an established children's artist. And I'm still, it's still a journey. I'm still working. You know, it's, yeah. there's just so much to know. There's the, there's mm-hmm. the, the creative side of it where you create the music and then there's the, the administrative side, uh. the marketing and the, the promotion. And that's, you know, it's, 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 oh. it's, really is a full-time job. Well, it is, and that's one of the reasons why I do what I do, because um, especially in the black community, um, there aren't any venues uh, or outlets for us to do what we do on a national level or on mm-hmm. a broad level. Uh, you might, Each one of us might can carve out a place out of one school or maybe one community, but I found that you know when I started around the same time, around 2011, um, you know, first of all, I mean, the the broader children's music scene embraced me, uh, you know, early on. And I remember when I was able to perform at the uh, annual Kindy Com camp, uh, uh, no, it was called Kindy Fest then in, in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. New York. And they had me come up and I performed and I met so many people in this industry. And the one thing that became aware of to me was that this is what we need also in the black community, but it just didn't exist. Yeah. And yeah. um, because the more it grows in our community, the more it will grow for everybody in the children's mm-hmm. music scene. And so so in terms of some of the str- struggles with that, and I want the audience to know a little bit about what we go through as as artists. Um, we've got a couple of minutes before we take a, a quick pause. What was some of your uh, initial successes when you first started doing uh, children's music? Um, well... I, I I would guess just being recognized mm-hmm. um, for you know for my talent. Mm-hmm. Um, well, because in I'm fact, because when did you come up with your CD? Your CD came out not too long after you started, right? Yeah, yes, you know what I did. Mm-hmm. I I I felt so. This the guy who produced my CD. He was actually um, he was a a friend of my now ex husband. And I met with him, and yeah, we put the CD out. But now here's here's the thing about this, though. I was very very green when I first did this, mm-hmm. and in my mind, I was thinking, oh, I'm gonna put this CD when I when this CD is done, I'm gonna put it out, and all my friends on Facebook is gonna <laughs> buy it. And that's and that was and that was my I mean, my thinking was so small and so limited yeah. that I that 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 was as far as I knew that was right. that was marketing in fact me. in fact Kimberly, before you I'm, i want to when we come back off of the break i want you to continue to talk about that facebook friends support thing in just a moment you're listening to uh kimberly stewart she's my guest on the uncle devin show on wol 1450 a.m when we come right back we're going to talk a little bit more about um uh just what you just said the support to, for children's music don't go anywhere we'll be right back Where information is power. Welcome back to Uncle Devin's show here on WOL, 1450 AM. Uh, I am your host, Uncle Devin, and we are really just having a good time here talking with Kimberly Stewart, calling in from Los Angeles, uh, California. And this show, again, is dedicated to educating parents, teachers, and guardians about the importance that music and arts plays, but also to let the community know that there are artists just like my guest, just like myself and others who dedicate their life to children's music. But the problem is um, none of the, the black media outlets in our community 
has any children's programming at all. None. I want want that mm-hmm. to sink in. There's none that do any type of children's programming. Um, mm-hmm. The many times I've, I've I've knocked on some doors, the concept is just so foreign, and I I want to get into that a little bit more. But I want you to go back, um, Kimberly, and we like I said, mm-hmm. we're talking to Kimberly Stewart and uh, of Kimberly Stewart Music. Go back to talking about when you first released your CD, and you said how um, naive you were, or, or you know, new to the industry. Yeah. What was your expectations, <laughs> and what actually happened? Yes, um, again, I was such a neophyte. I I had really no idea um, about just just about marketing and, and promoting. Um, I knew about Facebook, and at this time, I don't I didn't even know. I don't even think Instagram had really um, was a, was had existed yet or if it did it was very young i didn't know anything about it so mm-hmm. i produced my cd i you know i put it i put it on cd baby and then it was released to the, um all the um online retailers and i uh just kind of made an announcement put a, like a post on facebook and say hey my cd's out and so it was you know not a lot of people um responded the way i thought they would mm-hmm. so um well, I had to just start, I, I I, was, you know, just through trial and error, I realized, hey, is this going to happen? I have to really make this happen. Because, you know, it's like when you have a project, the project, the, while you're creating the project, I liken it to being pregnant. You know, mm-hmm. you know you're about to give birth. Mm-hmm. So the, the child is growing inside of you. You're going to your prenatal visits. You're doing all, you're taking the vitamins. You're doing everything you can in preparation for the baby to be born. Right. And then when the baby is born... You don't just put the baby in the in the, the the baby bed and then walk away and then expect the baby to grow on its own. You have to nurture it, and that's when that's when the hard that's when the work really begins. That's right. Feeding and clothing and and, right. and nurturing and growing, and it's the same with your project. Mm-hmm. So I had to really, you know, um, get in there and, and 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 walk and do some footwork and right. and tell people about my CD. And the thing is, I came to the you know. I um I'll, I'll admit I was a little bit I was afraid like I I've always had this thing about you know rejection you know mm-hmm. oh what if they don't like what if they don't like it but I had to I had to uh, allow my I had to just um, finally just say you know what they might not like it you have to accept that you know people are not if not everybody's gonna like your project that's right you no know, but you got to get out there anyway and right. you have to believe and I had to believe that my my CD was good that my project was good right and right. you know because. I mean, so and so. Once I started doing that, I started. You know what I did? I I was I would go online mm-hmm. and look at whatever events was happening around in the area for kids and families, mm-hmm. and I would find out who the facilitator was, and I would send them an, an email with my little press kit or elevator story. I would introduce myself yes. and say, "Do you have a platform for me to perform?" And I volunteered my time a lot. I I, I gave my time because for me it was more about getting exposure. Mm-hmm. You know, than trying to you know just be paid you know yeah. you know to get the bill. So yeah. So I, I mean, if that hopefully that answers your well, question. But you but, know, the but, one the one thing I learned um, is that one people don't buy music anymore. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. the first reality that I learned. Um, I have a friend who's listening right now, and I know she, she said, "Don't mention my name," but I won't mention it. But but when you ask the average person, when's the last time they actually purchased music? Most people don't mm-hmm. purchase it anymore. They go straight to Spotify. They go to mm-hmm. uh, Pandora or something like that. So that means that the average artist like you and I will spend thousands of dollars getting a CD produced mm-hmm. um, and 
for the hopes that someone would just listen to it for free. I mean, because, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you, you can put it out there. Now, don't get me wrong. There, when, I'm sure that at your live shows, you'll find that that's where we generally will sell most is when we when people yeah. perform and they, yeah. would, they would purchase more. Yeah. And I remember a cousin of mine, a cousin of mine <laughs> had reminded me, I didn't remember doing this, but I guess I had the same experience you had. And I was so frustrated with uh, friends and family on Facebook that I... Um, I guess I must have sent out sent some post out and I just blasted everybody. I, I don't remember <laughs> doing it, but she said I did it and I can't I have no reason to doubt her. And I that mm-hmm. really wasn't my intent to really come off that way. But but I, I then I also realized that, you know, Facebook is a is just really a personal platform where you just stay in contact yeah. with mm-hmm. folks. It's not a business mm-hmm. platform. Yeah, um, exactly. You know, unless yeah. you spend the money to do the things that you need to do um in that regard. If you want to join the conversation, you can give us a call at one eight hundred Four five zero seven eight seven six. That's one eight hundred four five zero seven eight seven six. Or if you're following us on Uncle Devin Show uh, Facebook page, you can send us a message there. I want to give a shout out to Forrest uh, Harrison, who's uh, uh, who giving us a shout out. Thank you for uh, tuning in. Uh, you can give us a call there. So the songs, that, uh, the, the the CD. Uh, what what is your CD, and how can people get it? Okay, so it is Giggles and Curls. I love the cover um, design it, on it, by the way. I love the cover, cover design. You. Yeah. Thank you. You know, one of my, um, I had uh, all my piano students at that time draw a picture, and I just, that was the one that was. Uh, that was clever. Taken. It was beautiful. Yeah, uh, thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. So, yeah, but it's, it's Giggles and Curls, and it's, it's, it's really an EP, and there are five songs on there, and it is available. It's available. It's on iTunes. It's on Apple Music. It's on uh, CD Baby, mm-hmm. uh, Amazon. It's all all music retail um, retailers um, online. Okay. So yeah, absolutely. And and what's your website? You know, my website is Kimberly Stewart Music, and Kimberly is spelled with a Y. K Y M B E R L Y S T E W A R T. Okay. Well, yeah, Stewart with a T, not a D. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah, I'm Stuart sorry. with a T and not a D at yeah, the end. Stuart. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with a T mm-hmm. and also with a W, not a U. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. That's right. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, that's right. There are multiple yeah. ways of, of, of saying that. And so right now, so wh- how do you, uh, um, I know you say that you actually uh, do lessons right now. So talk a little bit about yes. that. So I give beginning piano lessons. My 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 forte is taking children up to about the age of 12, 12 and under, who have never had music lessons. And I just introduce them to the art of music. Okay. Uh, we learn, I teach them the sight read, uh-huh. uh, you know, note value and all that. And, and yeah, and I just teach them to play. And uh-huh. if they are really, really young, like if they're preschool age, I have a, um, I have a lesson plan that I've developed where it's through the philosophy um, children learn through play. Uh-huh. That's actually an early childhood philosophy. Okay. Um, and so I... That is that's my um, that's my method, if you would, my um, mm-hmm. my yeah. uh, pedagogy, if you would. Yeah, yeah sorry. What, what so yeah, so we'll I'll create just music music plans mm-hmm. that teach them to sight read and identify notes on the piano and and all the things that they need in order to become accomplished pianists. We just do it. We do it through activities and games. But you know, it's amazing so, that when we I'm say. Sorry? When we say children's music and just just kind of what we have to navigate, because at 
you can become a children's artist, but the range from zero to 12 is huge. And you can take a three-year-old. You are so right. And someone that's an early threes is totally different than someone in their later threes, as a friend of mine, um, a colleague of mine at Wolf Trap was, was telling me. So how do you navigate that? How young would you go to be able to do lessons? Oh, okay. So I, you know what? Um, experience has, has taught me. Um, at this point, I do. I have a. Um, my youngest student is four. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as like, I'm, you know, and I'm always learning. You, you, experience is your best teacher, and you learn what works for you and and what might not work as best. But yeah. for me, in really teaching piano, I would go. I I would go. If you just want to just really just jump in and just start with like with Siri, I yeah. probably would start at five or six. Okay. But if you have if you have the patience <laughs> to work with younger kids, then I would I would say maybe four. Yeah. I would I I, I wouldn't go beyond four. You know, That's I, just been my experience. I'm, I'm a, I have never taught drum lessons. I'm about to uh, start some up over the next couple of months. Uh, at least I'm, I'm looking into that. But I have taught uh, uh, ukulele, and mm-hmm. I found that even teaching six or under was a little too early uh, definitely for the ukulele because you have to have the the the, the fingering and and you know mm-hmm. you might can play for about five minutes um mm-hmm. before their fingers get tired then next thing you know you just got to sing some songs and um and for me it just doesn't work to to, mm-hmm. to do it that young but um but you're right you have to you almost have to test it so if, if you if you're someone that, that wants to teach um you can go out and just maybe test and see what works and what doesn't work for you. But mm-hmm. for, for teaching, I prefer to do for, you know, kind of more of the older children. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's really, um, you. it's what works for you, you know. And with that, and that's something that is so important, what you said about the fingering. Yes. Because at that age, you know, their fine motor skills are still developing. Right, right. So you'll find that. When you when you when creating lesson plans for children that young, mm-hmm. you have to come up with ways to creative ways to keep them interested, and that's going to keep their attention span. Okay. And a lot of it, you have to you know, a lot of it is play oriented activities. And the, the right. thing is, the parents you have to, it's also parents. That's you know, right. That's right. Parents who well, really they, they are adamant about their kids. Right. Learning music and knowing how to play at this amount of time, but they yeah. have to understand this is a process. That's right. So it's the same hey, Kim, thing. I because I was. I'm gonna I'm 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 put you on hold for one oh. moment. We gotta go okay. take Absolutely. take a look. But when we come back, I'm also gonna share a little bit of your music with the audience because you know I gotta okay, do that. I love great. a couple of your songs. You're listening to Uncle Devin on WOL 1450 AM, where information is power. Don't go anywhere. I'm Rick Hoschel. When you're looking for news for Black America, go to Newswan.com. Hey, that's when you hear that, you know it's time for the Uncle Devin Show. Welcome back to WOL, 1450 AM here in Washington, D.C., really in the Silver Spring Studios. Um, and uh, in fact, we're, going, we're about to pop up the music. Uh, go ahead and turn it up, Alonzo. Kimberly you're Stewart. learning to write and you're learning how to read Cause you're a big kid, you're a big kid now You're washing your hands and tying your 
your shoes. You're going to school and you're following the rules. Cause you're a big kid, you're a big kid now. You're so helpful and I'm so proud of you. You're growing and showing all that you can do. You're brushing your teeth. Yeah, that's just a little bit of the song. Uh, You're a big kid. By my guest today, calling in from Los Angeles, California, Kimberly Stewart. Kim, that is probably. I, I actually, I love all your music, but that one and um, uh, what's the uh, what's the song about the moon? Um, hey, Mister. Hey, Mister. Moon. Mr. moon. Mm-hmm. I love that music. So, Thank talk you. a little bit about about writing that song. And and by the way, for those listening, you can hear the, the music. Uh, it's uh, it's actually being played on I Am We Nation, which is a sponsor of this program. I Am We Nation dot com, which is the first twenty four seven children's music radio station with an urban twist. Um, talk a little bit about that song and and what what inspired you to write that. Okay, so yeah, um, well, first I you know I I've always been influenced with like. Um, just gospel and, and jazz music, you know. So mm-hmm. uh, my my use of chords, I tend to use a lot of um, minor seven and major chords, and okay. so um, that's and I, it just comes through in my music. But I guess for that song, honestly, I I was I sat down at the piano and I was just playing around, just mm-hmm. playing with some chords, and and then I the, I the the rhythm came, and then I got that melody in my head, and I just honestly, I just uh, I I. I thought about, so my son was, I think my son was maybe three at the time that I wrote that song. Uh-huh. And he was getting to that point where, you know, he was starting to do things on his own, like big mm-hmm. things, like brushing his teeth mm-hmm. and washing his hands. And he was like, he would build these amazing things with his Legos. And, mm-hmm. you know, we and he was just really proud of that. And, yeah. and so I, and our conversations would always, you know, Mm-hmm. Uh, including my telling him, oh, you're such a big kid. And yeah. so that song, that's, that's how that song was first, wow. honestly. And I also want to say that my son inspired Hey Mr. Moon also. Oh. We were outside. It was like eve- it was evening time. We were out front. And my my daughter, who was a little bit older, she was across the street playing with her friends. Mm-hmm. And I was giving her a few more minutes because it was about time for us to go inside. Mm-hmm. And the moon was already out. It was still, it wasn't completely dark, but the moon was out. And mm-hmm. my son uh looked up at the sky and he was saying, Mommy, Mommy, Moon, Moon, Moon. And then that song just, it, I just heard it. it. It's weird how I get songs. Like, sometimes it'll just, I could just hear the music. Exactly. Like, hey, Mr. Moon, up in the sky. So, yeah, I went in the house, wow. I put them to bed, and then I wrote that song. Well, yeah. you have a beautiful voice. My, my mother-in-law, who uh, is watching, uh, listening to Facebook, says, beautiful song and voice, so I just wanted to share that with you. But oh, Thank you so much. But the, the, the Do you play uh, any of the instruments yourself? Are you a vocalist? Do you play other instruments? So, um, aside from piano, I do not. Okay. Um, I just I sing and I play. Well, that's enough, though. No. Well, you know, and you know, yeah. I'm, uh, piano is a percussion instrument. Many people don't realize that. You, I'm, right, right. But you you're know, right. it's part yeah, of the percussion. So you're a percussionist. Okay, I love it. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I'm a percussionist. Yeah. You know, it's so funny. I just had one of my students was telling me that at her last lesson. She oh, okay. Saying, this is a percussion. She's one of those kids where she she retains information well. Okay. She can recite her whole day. <laughs> but, so, um, yeah. So yeah, you have right. you have two children, right? 
I have two children. Okay. Yes. Oh, and you mentioned one. Well, at the time you said five. Is it, he's, he's five now or at the time? that? Oh, oh no. My daughter is 16 now, and my son, he turned 12 over the Thanksgiving holiday. So okay. They're not, they're not so little, but you know you know how it is. They're yeah. always your babies. But, yeah, they are. They okay. are yeah. Are, are they musically yeah. inclined? You know, they are. My daughter plays guitar, mm-hmm. and she writes. Uh-huh. And my son, now he, he – he plays drums and he's basically teaching himself to play the piano. Okay. Um, yeah, he'll he's they're, they're both very musically inclined, very talented. So we definitely encourage them, mm-hmm. you know, to pursue that. Mm-hmm. Right. And again, you're listening to Uncle Devin's show on WOL fourteen fifty AM. Uh, I am your host, Uncle Devin, the children's drum cushionist, and you're listening <laughs> to uh, my my guest is uh, Kimberly Stewart uh, of Kimberly Stewart Stewart Music dot com. Um, if you want to join the conversation, you can give us a call at 1-800-450-7876. That's 1-800-450-7876. You can also uh, send me a message if you need or if you like at uh, Twitter at Uncle Devin or, uh, or, or any of the other social medias at Uncle Devin Show. So in terms of um, shows and performances, um, do you have anything coming up? Um, uh, what's the how, is there ebbs and flows in terms of have you I found that mm-hmm. there's certain times where I'm the busiest and there's times when I don't have mm-hmm. much going on yeah well right now honestly I um I don't have much going on as far as in the children's um, area but I do have plans for 2020 to release a new project and really what it is is it's giggles and curls too I've recorded some new songs that are going okay. to be on Giggles and Curls, and that's going to be coming out in February. Wonderful. And one of the, yes, one of the songs is called Let's Pop Some Corn. It's like a rap. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's fun. Um, and we, I just shot a video for that uh, a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and the video will be out early January. I want to put the video out, and then I'm going to release Let's Pop Some Corn, and then after that, the CD will be available. So okay. those are things that I'm, I'm working on right now. We're in the editing process of the video. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, so, okay. but there, I do have, um, though I, I'd have, um, plans for shows in 2020 and, you know, as they materialize, I'll be sending them to you. Okay. Yeah, please do. Um, no, actually, but, that's what we yeah. want. I mean, anyone, I mean, yeah. that's, uh, again, having this national platform, we, we created I am we nation for this purpose. Um, one, uh, there, uh, you know, the, there are other stations that are out there and they're doing what they have to do and they do what they do be to, to provide music. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. what, instead of me trying to com- complain, not even complain, um, the fact that the, the majority of children's music that's played on most of these other stations uh, is folk or pop music, and not mm-hmm. much music that caters to our community. You I are wanted so to, correct. I wanted yes. to have another venue, and that's why we created I Am We Nation, Global Beats yes. for Little Feet. Um, talk a yes. little bit about that experience. I mean, I don't know, have you had much success getting your music on other stations played or anything like that? I mean, you know, there have been a couple um, that have that I've submitted to that have played it, um, mm-hmm. but not not a whole lot. A right. lot of the, I found that a lot of the stations they still want um, they want you to send in a you know a CD and yes. you know or they don't want you, they don't want you sending links and things. But I've had it played on a, a couple. Okay, but good. For the most part, mm-hmm. it's you know it's more um, just me going out and performing live. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know. I, 
I do agree with what you said. Like uh, the, the the style of music, the genre for kids' music is mainly pop mm-hmm. and folk, you know, right. and, and rock. And I did that was something that I I found was missing was mm-hmm. was you know R and B kind mm-hmm. of that R and B soul yeah soul um, style. And right. so that's really that's that was my that's me. So I'm giving my whole self. I thought I'm not gonna change just to kind of fit into it like i have to be me you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so i a lot of people will listen to my music and they'll tell me this music is too good for kids (laughs) i'm like no no No. kids kids deserve good music you know i mean i remember being in preschool and Mm -hmm. listening to that stuff you know we didn't have a choice back in the day we listened to what our parents listened to you know and yeah yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely so i'll tell you what speaking of that let's go and listen to hey mr moon i want to take a a listen to that and let people know what they could hear if they could tune into Mm -hmm. i am we nation or if they purchase your music this is hey mr moon with uh, kimberly stewart Mm -hmm. hey mr moon up in the sky please won't you sing me a lullaby the day is done and it's time to say Yeah, oh, that is so beautiful. Look, I'm sitting here trying to get my engineer's attention. He in there jamming to your music. He wasn't even paying attention to me. <laughs> oh, that is that is beautiful. And there's no such thing as um, it's, it's bigger than children's music. Music is yeah. music. And, yeah, and and what I get tired of is when people say, oh, you're just a children's artist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As if that, the, you know, they don't say that about anything else. Or you're just a jazz artist or you're just a gospel exactly. artist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I and, get that a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... But but it also speaks to the fact that when it comes to children, we don't really put that level of value on many mm-hmm. things for children, let yeah. alone the music. Um, in my yeah. in my workshop that I just did uh, in, in Seattle, I talked about the fact that, um, you know, children's music really happened by accident in many, many respects. Um, mm-hmm. And most of the times it was adult music that was converted over into children's music. And so, mm-hmm. um, so that, that, that's just such a beautiful song. And, and, uh, do you, uh, other artists that you have, um, on the, sh- uh, on the, um, album with you on that? Uh, some, I love the drums. I love the, the, were you doing the piano on that? Uh, I was not. Okay. So, um, the producer that I hired, he pretty much did. He was, he's also a musician. Oh, okay. Okay. So what I did was I, I, I demoed, 
basically the, the way the song is, that's exactly how I wrote it. Okay. Uh, and I demoed it in Logic Pro, and I sent it to him. And he, I just told him, look, you put your, you know, make it, just make it better. Mm-hmm. Basically, I, I gave him like the the stick figure, and he filled it in and made it look like, you know. Yeah, <laughs> a that's right. Art piece, but yeah. Right. So it was just him and I. Mm-hmm. And he was the good thing about him. He 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 really wanted to just he wanted to make it sound like my song. He didn't want to yeah. take it and just kind of change it and do what he thought. So that was a that was you know I enjoyed I respected that about him. It was great working with him. Mm-hmm. But pretty much, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a beautiful um, beautiful album, and I know uh, some of the other songs. I know you have. Um, I'm I am a robot. Yes, that's a real popular one with uh, <laughs> everywhere I go. Because I, I also teach in, I teach preschool music classes, so oh. yeah, that's a that's a fun one. Okay, mm-hmm. so you, I, I didn't know yeah. you. Okay, so you teach preschool. Um, uh, yes, I do. Music class. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I. I <laughs> I can't wait for the next uh, CD. This is called Giggles and Curls. Uh, it's a f- uh, f- uh, EP of five songs that you came out, and it said, was it 2014 or 2015? Uh, 20, 2014. Mm-hmm. Okay. 2013. I mean, it's, well, you know. It's, yeah, we probably, and it's funny because we write songs. I mean, songs, I'm, uh, I'm working on a CD uh, uh, coming up, and most of the songs I wrote probably five to six years ago. And mm-hmm. I'm just now releasing it, so um, so that's how we, we generally generally roll with that. Oh, I accidentally hit hit my music yeah. player on. Now again, uh, let people or remind people how they can uh, purchase your music. They can purchase my music on CD Baby, iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, um, Amazon Music, pretty much any any music platform that that offers music online. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, absolutely. Spell your name again so that they can spell it yes. correctly when they're looking for it. Okay, so it is Kimberly Stewart. Kimberly is spelled K-Y-M-B-E-R-L-Y, and Stewart is S-T-E-W-A-R-T. Okay. And I don't know if you know about it. Um, I, I, I can't remember exactly how we connected with one another. I know it was through the social media. But in mm-hmm. Feb- in, in uh, April of... Uh, this year, uh, next year rather, of April 2020, mm-hmm. uh, there's going to be the Kindycom Conference. Um, if you've yeah. never been, and I, I can't remember if I shared that information with you or not, uh, I'm going to see if I can get uh, one of the organizers, Dr- um, uh, Brother Drake or um, Karen, Kathy O'Connell, uh, to come on the air uh, mm-hmm. to talk about that. But I, if you if, if if you can afford to and if you can come out, I think mm-hmm. it's a great opportunity to meet this wonderful community where all children's artists come together and we have workshops. We talk about the business. We talk about the politics. Mm-hmm. We talk about everything. And it's, it's just a wonderful, wonderful community that um, I think you, you will really benefit from. Yes, I agree. I saw the, uh, you know, I'm on, I'm a, I'm a member of the Kindycom Facebook group. Oh, and yes. That, I, so I, I am, I, I am familiar with it. Okay. Um, I had, I didn't know about it though until they just started. Um, okay. Yeah, it's been, advertising it. But, I think it started but, in 2010 yeah. in in New York underneath Kindy Fest. But I tell you what, I'm mean, don't go anywhere. I'm I'm going to finish up um, with a couple other things with you before we leave. You're listening to Kimberly Stewart on Uncle Devin's show, WOL 1450. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Where information is power. You're listening to Uncle Devin's 
Radio Show. I am Uncle Devin, the children's drum cushionist. You can always reach me at theuncledevinshow.com, which is an interactive musical experience for children that uses drums and percussion to cultivate their minds. Sort of a dynamic cross between DC's Trouble Funk and Schoolhouse Rock. Uh, that's uh, theuncledevinshow.com. And today's show is brought to you by I Am We Nation. I Am We Nation, the first 24-7 family music station bringing you global beats for little feet. Uh, we play music beyond the, the, the norm. We'll bring you inf- music from hip-hop, gospel, reggae, you name it. It's all on I Am We Nation right now. Just go to IamWeNation.com, IamWeNation with two E's, dot com. And my guest is Kimberly Stewart. She's spending the day with us here in the Uncle Devin Show. Uh, it's an honor to have her here and to talk about her wonderful, uh, wonderful career uh, that she has. So, Kimberly, let's talk a little bit about uh, future. the future. I know you have a CD coming up, but where would you like to be? What is your ultimate goal as an artist, as a children's artist? Um, some say TV, some say this or that. Um, where, where are you, where, what are you looking at for the future? Oh, Kim, are you there? I hope we... Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I'm sorry. We, we just had a little technical difficulty. I don't know if you heard the question. I was asking... Um, um, in terms of your future, I know you have a CD coming up, but what are some yeah. of your other go- future goals? Where would you like to see yourself, um, you know, two, uh, three, yes, four, five absolutely. years? absolutely. Honestly, I would like to see myself um, just put out there and just traveling mm-hmm. and performing my music. Uh, across the, you know, I'm, I'm going to be honest, around the world. Literally. Okay, absolutely. Um, I, 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 I see myself putting out more music, putting out more CDs. I also, um, <clears throat> right now, I've been, there's, I've been working on something called a, a, basically a, developing a children's show um, online. It's, you know, it'll be on my YouTube channel, but yeah, um, just a show um, for children, kind mm-hmm. of in the vein of um, old school, like Sesame Street, Electric Company, because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. I'm also an actress, so I perform, I do, I do you know, I do children's theater. Um, so there's just a lot in me. There's more than just writing songs. Right. Um, Absolutely. I would love to um, compose music for musicals and for TV shows. You know, those are my goals, one step at a time. Or as George Clinton said, it one fun at a time. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. So definitely, I see myself always doing this. Always. Yeah. Well, always just creating good music for children and you know too yeah. many times and again i, I don't want to keep just bringing this up but i think it's a very important part that we have in the, especially in the black community have relied mm-hmm. on other communities to educate and entertain our children yeah um now you mentioned sesame street and you mentioned um electric company now many of those programs was catered toward all children i mean don't get me wrong all mm-hmm. definitely catered for all children but mm-hmm. we have enough media outlets in our own community now that why don't we do our own um media productions which will help enrich the entire children's music genre mm-hmm. especially now yeah. when you have some of those who started um um you know leaving us uh carol spiney uh was um Big Bird's alter ego in Sesame Street, uh, just, I think yesterday, he died at the age of uh, 85. Um, Mm -hmm. He was, um, I believe he did the voice both of Big Bird and Oscar the Grouch and said that Mm -hmm. he he, um, got the voice of Oscar the Grouch from uh, mimicking a a New York taxi driver. (laughs) And, um, but... 
the impact that people like him, you know, had has had on the development of children is is enormous. Um, there's the movie that's out on uh, Mr. Rogers, which is an excellent yeah. movie. I went to go see that, and that's great. Mm-hmm. But where is um, the, the well? My I'm gonna say where is you you can follow us here because we're going to be promoting and pushing uh that pushing for artists and and others who have done things in this area uh to be be promoted i mean someone like lavar burton uh who yes, who who've done tremendous work especially with um his reading rainbow um mm-hmm. uh, characters ella jenkins who's still among us in her 90s who's the who's mm-hmm. known as one of the mothers of children's music uh by, you mm-hmm. know they, i know that there's a project trying to 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 educate her and i say all that to say i want to encourage you to continue to, to do what you do because um, we can't stop it, it becomes rough and, and sometimes frustrating at times mm-hmm. but hopefully through programs like this we can educate the community about the importance of supporting these types of events because if we want change yeah. Uh, in this uh, community, um, we really, really, this is the one way to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. You're right. And I see a question of Forrest Harrison said, when the Grammy Awards come on TV, they uh, they hand out some awards off the air. Is there awards mm-hmm. given for children's music? And thanks for mentioning yep, that. Um, there yes, there actually is, um, Forrest. And um, I was going to mention that uh, actually a couple of one of the guests that I had on my show is actually nominated. Uh, mm-hmm. And I will pull that up in just a minute. I thought I had it here. But there, there is the best children's category in the Grammys, and there is one for the Latin Grammys. Um, right, right. And the ones for the Grammys this year, um, my good friends, um, well, several of my good friends, uh, the Alphabet Rockers, uh, they're mm-hmm. up for a Grammy for their, uh, their CD called The Love um, Winter Wonderland by the Okie Dokie Brothers, and um, and and these brothers have just been doing some one. Uh, you know, they're former winners of the Grammys, uh, best category. You got uh, um, John Sampson, Ageless Songs for the Child Archetype, and so he that CD is being nominated is nominated. Uh, Casper Baby Pants uh, has a song uh, has a CD Flying High that's been nominated, and also um, Daniel Tashian. I love rainy mm-hmm. days. Now I hope to have mm-hmm. all of them interviewed uh, on this air, so we can talk about you know their CDs and give them some love and support. And then maybe next year, after your CD come out, um, Kimberly, we can be saying that you're a Grammy nominated. Yes. Uh, oh, trust <laughs> me, you will. You will. I'm yeah. a, I put it out there. I speak it. I yes, speak you, it. you have to. Already but yeah, you but really do. even beyond that, we have to put more pressure on the BET uh, awards. On Soul Train Awards, yes. on N- NAACP Image Awards, and on the Urban One Awards to honor mm-hmm. children's music. None of our awards yeah. programs honors children's music. You're right. None of them. But and the, you know, hmm? I'm not trying to cut you off, but I feel like there's such a an open spot in our for us. You know, in in like it's BET, yeah, Centric, TV One. I don't know if you get those. Um, yeah. mm-hmm those networks but you know yes bounce tv all of those they're they um i feel like they are ripe oh it's, for, it's us, so. for our children well you know? it's going like to have to come with some pressure though yeah. i believe mm-hmm. yeah things have to come with some pressure um and we as artists going to have to lead that that push um yeah. along with our supporters um and so in fact if you go to imwenation.com and mm-hmm. uh, uh there's a uh a, a, a 
I guess there's a link that will take you to online petition. Uh, we have a petition where you can sign now where we can um, encourage our um, uh, these different programs to support uh, this type of programming. Cause, yeah. Because think about it. If if we don't value it, then who else, why would we expect anybody else to value it? Exactly. We yeah. have to start we with ourselves. We cannot sit around and wait for somebody. You can't wait for the people with the power and the money to do it for us. Well, we got to do it. We have to make them realize why they need to, you know, well, when you have people like when you have people like forty five in the White House um, and millions of people that support him, that's another reason why we can't wait for anybody else. Um, yeah, exactly. It's a dangerous time well, for our children. Mm-hmm. And we're we're not coming back. No. So let's let's do what we got to do every day well, while we're here, while we can. You know. Well, we, we again, you are we're, right. We're listening to uh, Kimberly Stewart. Uh, of KimberlyStewartMusic.com, uh, spelled K-Y-M-B-E-R-L-Y, and Stewart, S-T-E-W-A-R-T, music.com. And we were listening to some of her music off of her CD, Giggles and Curls. And I love the, the like I say, the cover design of that. Please, if you're listening to, go and check it out. Are you on Spotify also? Do you know? I am on Spotify. Yes, I am. So one way or the other, make sure you go and check her out, leave her a message. And you mentioned your YouTube page. What's your YouTube page handle? My YouTube page is Kimberly Stewart music and it's spelled the same way okay so people can go in and subscribe so that way when you come out with something new they will uh, get your information yes okay. yes uh-huh. yeah and i got some i got some nice things coming out so mm-hmm. come on and jump on board and yes i okay. actually i have a um have a slideshow out called i'm thankful and wow. that song is going to be on the upcoming on the new release on the mm-hmm. new cd giggles and curls too okay well so, I know that I'm thankful for you taking time to be a guest on the show today. I wish you all the success and uh, and we're going to stay in contact and continue to work with one another, support each other and um, and push this this forward. And I wish you nothing but uh, continued success as you move forward. Oh, thank you so much. And I really, really appreciate you having me on your show. I, I really do. I follow you and, and it's, it's an honor. So oh, thank you. So thank you so much. And I look forward to Everything that's going on, whatever you're a part of, just put me on, put me in the back, put okay. me on too. <laughs> well, we'll do. Thank you very much, and also to the listening audience, uh, thank you for taking the time. Uh, you could be doing anything else, but you certainly have taken time to to be here with us. Now, I want you to join us next week. Next week, we're going to deal with the issue of um, a, a CD that was put out uh, by. Um, it's called. Um, oh gracious, let me pull it pull it up now. Snoop Dogg has done a lullaby CD and we're going to deal with the question of whether or not that CD is appropriate for children or is it just another form of music adultification some of the songs okay. are called Gin and Juice Sensual Seduction Drop It Like Wait, It's Hot Wait, this is a lullaby? <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's, a, it's, a lull- it's all lullabies No, it's instrumental but it's just lullabies oh. is it appropriate hmm. for children? We're going to deal with that next Monday so tune in next Monday from 12 to 1 I am your host, Uncle Devin. Thank you very much for listening. And as I always say, life is a drum, so beat it.